and welcome to the Fan Fiction Book Club podcast, a weekly podcast that explores the good, the bad, and the cringy of fan fiction, hosted by me, Poppy, and my lovely co-hosts, SG, Hello! Ollie, Hiya! And T-Stan. Hello! Every month, we scour the internet to bring you four different fanfic reads, and our theme this month is Cinderella. Check out our website at fanfictionbookclub.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at fanfictionados for the full lineup of stories for the month and connect with us on the web. Oh, so... Cinderella. Yes, um, Cinderella. Personally, um, Cinderella was my favorite Disney princess growing up. I was her for Halloween one year. Uh, I was also her for Halloween two years in a row. Two years? So one up to you. Oh, way to one up. Yeah, one plus one. <laughs> two. Got it. <laughs> what about you, Ollie? Says who? Says who? <laughs> one plus one is two? Mm-hmm. Are you into that new math or that old stuff? Um, today I feel like one plus one equals four. All right. Very good, Jimmy. Anyways. What do you you think about Cinderella? So Cinderella isn't my favorite Disney storyline, only because I don't like that Cinderella. It felt like she wasn't able to do anything on her own and she needed help and assistance from everyone around her. I mean, that's fair. That's a lot of Disney that, movies. That doesn't mean I hate Cinderella. Like, I enjoy the movie, and, like, I probably enjoy the Grimm's fairy tale Cinderella a lot better than Disney's rendition. Did you guys see the 2015-2016 movie, the live-action one with the yes. Downton Abbey chick? Did you guys like it? <laughs> that I think that's the best Disney live-action adaptation so far. Like, I agree. it added new things. And it looked really good, and it wasn't just a shot-for-shot remake, you know. I I did I did enjoy the fact that it wasn't a shot-for-shot remake. Yeah, for sure. I definitely am a very big fan of the Grimm's version. I I don't know. I must have been a really messed up childhood because that's the version I grew up on, (laughs) and it is gory. It's it's quite dark. Yes. Was it read to you, or did you just read it yourself? Oh, no, read it myself. Okay, that's one thing. That's another thing if, like, mom and dad are sitting you down in bed. And they're like, <laughs> all right, little G-Stan. Little seven-year-old and G-Stan, the what will we read tonight? <laughs> and then the crows pecked out their eyes. The yeah. end. Yeah, everyone knows Cindy's story. But our fanfic picks this month kind of put a a big twist on that world so poppy what is our pick for this week Uh, (laughs) um (laughs) so so our pick for this week and uh i begrudgingly say that it was my pick this week and i apologize for anyone who decided to read it because it was poppy why would you say that crazy it's called once upon a trailer park it's by Fallen Hero 84. It is on fanfiction.net. Uh, if you want to read this insane story, uh, you can find it in the our description of this podcast, our description box. But basically, this story is about Ella, and she uh, is a 21-year-old girl who has fallen on hard times. She goes and moves in with her stepsisters, who are... Carly and Driz, and uh, they are both 
smelly individuals. Very smelly individuals. <laughs> who torture Ella with their stench. So I and then one day Ella meets her princess charming, who is Kitty, and they fall in love. And they decide to make tequila together. <laughs> what do they make it with, Poppy? They, they make it with agave that is mixed with American soil. Which, for some reason, that's how they describe it, is agave mixed with American soil, when they could have just said grown on American soil, but whatever. And uh, they use uh, Carly's sweaty feet. They wring out her socks, and they put her foot sweat in the tequila, and they call it Laundra. Laundra. Why, why do they call it Laundra, like Poppy? Laundry. What is the silly reason that they call it Laundra? Because Ella... Ella needed to do some laundry and forgot that day, so they just called it Laundra. <laughs> That's literally the reason in the story is what oh, like there was there was a lot of crazy stuff that happens. So so we get to that point in the story where they discover Laundra and they create it, and then it just takes an even crazier turn. Yeah, so it's called Once Upon a Trailer Park because this all takes place in a trailer park. And Kitty, who is Ella's girlfriend, is uh, the manager of the trailer park's daughter. And Kitty wants to make the trailer park a better place. And they're going to throw this big old party, but they are making liquor illegally in one of the abandoned trailers. And they think that that's fine, (laughs) especially since they are putting sweaty socks in it. And they think that's totally fine and totally not unsanitary. Totally FDA approved, question mark. Totally. Totally FDA approved. I mean, the first couple chapters of the story are basically just Carly and Driz uh, stink. And they bully and they torture Ella. Their, yeah. Yeah. And that's, but that's it. That's like all that happens in the first like two chapters is like they smell bad and they bully Ella with it. And it's like, okay we get it we understand they're smelly chill and then we move on (laughs) to meeting kitty they're making their laundra they are they're super in love and kitty's gonna help ella move out of carly and driz's place so that she doesn't have to live in the torture anymore but then uh kitty's like yo i actually really like your smell like i love it i love how you smell like dirty socks (laughs) yes and she loves how she smells like dirty socks and she asks Ella to stay with her sisters always so she can always smell like that. What a horrible right. person Kitty That's is. That's so disgusting. Like, what? I said yeah. that's a toxic relationship if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Like, yeah, but well, like, that's, that's the definition of toxic relationships on all sides. Because her sisters... Like, yeah, it's like, I felt Ella was like the only normal person in this story. Who was? I don't know I that mean, she was, was even normal. Because she let all this happen to her. She was the most normal, though. Everyone else was just insane. But she was the only one who thought that smelly feet smelled bad. And that is disgusting. Except for Kitty's mom. Kitty's mom was a fan of cleanness. Yeah. I think Kitty's mom was the most normal person in this story. She was definitely the most normal. Yes. So so we move on from there. Kitty likes the fact that Ella smells like a a trashy foot bag. And then we go on in the story and their laundra is becoming a small success on the internet. 
and a vlogger um, wants to meet up with them to try out their laundry and promote it in person. And then Kitty decides, let's just have a whole trailer park party for when this vlogger comes into town. And at the same time, this is where the story turns into an even crazier twist that I think is almost on the verge of being rated M, but not quite. Like they really skirted the line here with this one. You find yeah, out, like... <laughs> you find out that there is a was she a SWAT person? Was she the head of a SWAT? Yeah, team? like a yeah. a SWAT sting operation yes. is about to go down at the party to br- to bust Laundra because they're illegally, illegally making, making liquor with dirty feet sweat that could give people all kinds of diseases, and so there's this agent. Named like, Agent Natalia just get your liquor license. I know, right? How hard is it to get a liquor license? So her yeah. name is Natalia Smeller. And mm-hmm. she has apparently had really smelly feet her entire life. And she is she wants to get Cinderella and Kitty for this whole thing. And at the same yeah. time, so you start out with Kitty and Ella's story, and then it switches over to this. Natalia Smeller, and then she has a weird thing with her boss that, um... It's like, where is HR in all I this? know, right? Where, where does um, this come from? She has to have meetings with her boss, and her boss is, like, really into her. I think... Should we read that chapter? Where I think uh, it needs to be read. I think that chapter needs to be read. I mean, Let the masses know okay, how I'm gonna insane. read that chapter. It is chapter... Chapter 12. <laughs> I had the link in my notes, so I just automatically went to that. No, I get it. Part. I do. All right. Do you want to read Roman it? Roman Do you want to read it for the class? Oh, my God. <laughs> sure. Where, where should I start? From Just read the whole chapter. Oh, my God. Natalia Smeller was in the middle of putting one author in her shoes, which is a thing that, like, makes your feet smell better. Natalia Smeller was in the middle of putting one author in her shoes when another agent came by the briefing room to speak to her. Agent Smeller, the new deputy director, wants to speak to you. Natalia was a deadpan personality who never showed any emotion, so she headed over to the underground bunker. The ATF operation to take down the trailer park had been Natalia's pet project for months, but now, in only the last week, the department had gotten a new administrate a, a new administration. Deputy Director Tess Tregalis had just taken over and no one had met her. Natalia wasn't sure if she would approve of the operation. Natalia arrived at the deputy director's office, a classified gov- government location that was in an underground bunker. It was required by the Bureau that all personnel had to be completely naked when in the presence of the deputy director to avoid any threat of concealed weapons. A lot of people would be uncomfortable at having to meet their boss for the first time while being naked, but Natalia was unfazed by this. Where is HR? Anyway, uh, (laughs) stripped completely naked and then entered the room. It was an enormous bunker with large white walls, and at the far end was the deputy director sitting at her desk. Ancient Smeller, come on in. I've read a lot about you. Good to meet you at last, deputy director, Natalia said in in her deadpan voice. 
Please call me Tess. I may be your boss, but there is no reason to be scared of me. Tess was very young and had long blonde hair and was very attractive. She wore a business suit. Natalia finally arrived in front of her desk and stood still with the solidarity of a government agent. Agent Smeller, Tess said. I hope you don't mind me saying so. <laughs> but, but you... Finish <laughs> it! <laughs> I hope you don't mind me saying so, but you have a very nice naked body. Thank you. I do my best to keep in shape. You also look very nice. Well, I used to be a supermodel, and I did a lot of bikini shoots, so that pretty much required me to stay in shape. I only became head of the bureau when I needed a side gig. Yeah, that's a side gig. Um, uh -huh. I'm sorry to be blunt, but this change in management has come at the worst possible time. You see, we're in the middle of an operation. Tess sniffed around a bit. Agent Smeller, I'm sorry, but is that your feet? I can smell them from here. Yes, Natalia said very sniff stiffly. I suffer from bad foot odor. I've had this problem my entire life. You say it almost like you're proud of it. I'm neither proud nor ashamed of it. It's just a simple fact that I have stinky feet. Aren't you embarrassed? Natalia was confused by such an absurd question. Why would I be embarrassed by things that are true? Well, Tess laughed. I admire your sincerity. And it smells like you're a very hard worker. Because of that, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Tess took off her shoes and Natalia caught the smell of Tess's feet from where she stood. I've had stinky feet for years, Tess admitted. It's always been an embarrassing situation, especially during my photo shoots. I was the only supermodel to have it written in her contract that I would never be required to go barefoot on any shoot, no matter what. Natalia remained standing in her stiff position and sniffed a bit. I recognize that scent, Natalia said in her deadpan voice. It smells like you've been wearing those same shoes for 2.5 days. Wow, that's right on the money. You have a good sense of smell. Before working for the government, I used to be the foot smeller on my local girls' basketball team. I went to a <laughs> flat lab hat. I went to Wamapanag University back when Haley Tyrone 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 oh god <laughs> Haley Tyrone was still fighting to make foot smelling a major and she was a big inspiration for me I assume you've heard of her of course Haley Tyrone is world famous for the next several minutes, the two women swapped a, a few stories about having stinky feet and the challenges they faced, on how they both tried one offer and foot odor vanquished, but to no avail. Tess found <laughs> Natalia a little hard to talk to. Nothing could crack her stiff, dry demeanor. Tess wondered if Natalia had ever smiled. She walked over to her. Ancient smeller, I want you to know that you're very pretty, Tess said warmly, stroking Natalia's hair. And I don't mind the smell of your feet. I'd like to give you a nice hug. I absolutely never break with professionalism while I am on duty, Natalia said in her deadpan voice, not even showing the slightest reaction. Okay, well, maybe sometime when you're off duty, we could grab a, we could grab a drink. I never, I am never off duty. Being an agent of the U.S. government is my identity. I eat, sleep, and breathe my job. Tess sighed and thought, 
you don't have a particularly sociable personality, Natalia Smeller, but I'll seduce you eventually. Just wait and see. She walked back over to her desk. Well, enough chit-chat, Agent Smeller. Please brief me on your operation. Two girls have been selling Laundra, an illegal and unlicensed tequila concoction, out of this trailer park for months now. It is starting to catch on with the public. I've been planning a SWAT operation to take down the entire park on the day of the park's upcoming social event, which they are calling the Masquerade Ball. These two girls, can you tell me about them? The ringleader is a girl named Killy, Kitty. Killy. <laughs> <laughs> the ringleader the ringleader is a girl named Kitty and the daughter of the trailer park's manager. However, the other one named Ella seems to be providing her with some kind of secret ingredient. I strongly distrust this Ella. She must be some kind of criminal mastermind. I and I predict that and I predict we might have to torture her after we arrest her. Very well, said Tess. Well, now that I met you, Agent Smeller, and have been briefed on your operation, I am giving it the go-ahead. You have my permission to carry out this raid and to torture this Ella girl as much as you want. I will, Natalia said and exited the room. Meanwhile, Ella was being tortured mercilessly by Carly, who was shoving her foot in Ella's face. Smell it, Ella, Carly said with glee as she wiggled her toes. Smell it! And Ella did so, hoping her torture would end soon. Oh, so this is like i thought it chapter four the story could not get any crazier and then i read chapter 12 and i was introduced to the natalia tess weird romance thing and i was like this just turned this up to 11 tess is molesting she is molesting her employee so like cool like this whole story gave me the heebie-jeebies but that (laughs) yeah that kind of took the cake that b plot it's so random and unnecessary. Extremely unnecessary. <laughs> and so that happens. And then we move on to chapter 13. And Ella and Kitty meet the vlogger and give her a tour of the property. They're getting ready for the party. And and as the story goes on, the vlogger, it turns out, has a stinky foot fetish just like uh, Kitty and just like Tess, um, who is the U.S. government agent, and the vlogger develops a relationship with one of Ella's sisters and is just, Rid. like, in love with how dirty she is. She loves the fact that she never changes her underwear. She always has dirty feet and she smells all the time. And they eventually get married yeah <laughs> did you guys catch that, that? yeah okay yeah so they eventually get married yeah and then the well, other stepsister becomes like, like a sister oh, wife yeah literally a sister wife taking yeah. like the sister wife to a whole new level <laughs> so so they go off and get married and like, uh-huh as long as there's no incest that was a stipulation no incest <sighs> yeah sister wives because no that's incest. Yeah. It's very much a package deal <laughs> yeah so, yeah, so I then they, agree. so they secretly, I don't know if they secretly, but they, they just like leave at one point. And then yeah. Kitty and Ella are arrested by a bust that um, Natalia um, did on their site at the uh, trailer park. And then um, they're being tortured 
at the end. And this is where it just got really confusing. I'm going to have to read through my notes to understand. I don't yeah. understand how this story ended because it didn't really, there was no real climax oh. to it. I know. So the story ends with Kitty and Ella, they're in jail. And so Natalia, Natalia's in the trailer park. Because, so Natalia had smelled Kitty and Ella's feet. And she was using a sock from Carly um, to compare. And she goes, whoa, these girls don't smell like the the stinky sock. They can't be the, the culprit behind this. And so she goes and smells all of the women's feet in the land of the trailer park for to find a the thousand dollar Gucci gift card. That's what they say, but they really mean they're going to arrest them. And it smells everyone's feet. Can't find it because Carly left. They mm-hmm. all, all of them straight up left, which I don't know how they're going to make Laundra without Carly's feet, but whatever. Natalia meets a, a girl named Samantha who has also has stinky feet and Samantha and Natalia run away together, leaving Tess heartbroken because Tess loved her. And Tess, so here's another excerpt. Tess looked, looked brokenhearted. Ella could see that although she couldn't verbalize it, Tess had been madly in love with Natalia. Well, Tess said bitterly, I guess this case falls on me now. I'm just going to order you two girls to be executed and have it all over with. Wait, Ella said. Look, I confess, we did it. We made Laundra and sold it illegally, but is this really necessary? I mean, all we did was bring a little joy to people's lives. Haven't you ever just kicked back with a drink and had a little fun with and had a little fun, Tess? No, Tess said dryly. Well, you should try it sometime. It's really nice. Eh, why not? It's contraband now. Tess poured herself a drink and then took a sip. Say, this is pretty good. You know something, Ellen, Kitty? It doesn't really make sense for us to be enemies. We could achieve so much more by working together. How about I let you out of that prison cell? And she released them. Now, Tess said, how about, how about can live with me inside my billion dollar mansion? So she goes from going to execute them to inviting them to live with her. Did she say that? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember yeah. her like, going to live with her. Yes. Yes. Well, they didn't yes. accept it. Well, they, yeah, they declined. They say, we're happy living in the trailer park. Um, oh, okay. I'm, oh, you didn't get all the way down to, well, butter my biscuits and call me a... Oh, wait, it was butter my butt no, and butter call me a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> you two was really Look like that should be cased behind bars. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so... Yeah, so they get the blessing of Tess to make as much laundry as they want, which they can't because Carly is gone now, and they live happily ever after. Yay. That is how the story ends. Wow. I just want to I want to say for the record, Poppy, I love you. This is the worst thing I've ever had to read with my own two eyes. Is this worse you know, than the fic that shall not be named? Yes. Really? Honestly, yes. I would rather you know, read this than that. This fanfiction, I... I saw the title of it, I saw that it was complete, and I was like, sure, let's go with that one. And that that is the only information that I had about this fanfic. I had no idea where this was going to go, and I apologize profusely that I made you guys read this. <laughs> I was it's so... It's getting worse and worse. Yeah, because I, I thought so. I had, I had to walk away. You had to walk away? Yeah, I had I had to like stand up and like take a break <laughs> from reading. 
I was gonna say that's what makes the difference for me between this and the fanfic that shall not be named is that the one that shall not be named I read all the way through I had to get up and walk away from this one but um okay but but the the funny the funny thing for me is um Tristan is that I read this story in one sitting Mm -hmm. my um my eyes got wider and wider as I read and my mouth (laughs) dropped more and more but I was able to sit through it while the fic that shall not be named I had to stop after chapter two and like take a break (laughs) for a bit like what am I reading (laughs) well we have very different um, thresholds on the weirdness but the thing the thing about this story and what makes it so weird for me because in an odd way I kind of enjoyed it I kind of enjoyed it as a crack fic and for those who don't know a crack fic is a fiction a fictional story that takes place in a fandom where the author is making fun of the characters in a scenario and like purposefully pushing the boundaries and being as crazy as possible. And so I don't know if this was actually a crack fic. I'd like to think it was because the writing style didn't offend me and the character development didn't offend me. I was horrified by the content, but as far (laughs) as, um, like grammar and character development and everything for a short 18 or was this I think this was short I think it was like 18k story I was okay with it it seems like in these stories I don't know if it's because fan fiction is a way for people to just write a story and not necessarily do character development because people already know from the main fandom what the personality of that character is like i don't know if um i'm just being more forgiving on the character development because of that but um the other side characters yeah the other side characters ella and kitty were kind of blah but prince kit and cinderella were blah in og cinderella and then the sisters carly and driz were very i think they were pretty well thought out they were nasty ladies and the dialogue mm-hmm, yeah. really pushed that as you go through the story. I think that the vlogger being a side character, she didn't really need much character development. But I was very interested in Tess and um, Natalia's Probably. story because that was just crazy. That was just an insane just scenario came, that I was it, not expecting in it any came way, shape, blue. or form. Ooh, Completely out of the blue. But it, you really, but the author they, really established. You know, that Natalia is a straight-laced um, cop, and her deputy director is just a naughty lady who wants Natalia. I mean, their their characters have motivations, and they do things that fit with their motivations. The only thing yeah. writing-wise that I was really disappointed by was the ending, because it just kind of seemed like just like, oh well, I'm done. They ruptured up pretty, yeah. pretty yeah. quickly. It was pretty quick. and strike a bow on it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, considering how... But, but if you think about it, Cinderella was the same thing, right? It was just like, happily ever after. Yeah, because like, I, I can't really remember how Cinderella ended. Because all, all I really remember well, Cinderella- is she runs back to the house. And then it's kind so, of... Well, so Cinderella, she... After the ball, she goes back to her house. Then her stepmother finds out that it was Cinderella that was at the ball, locks her in her room, 
Um, the prince is going around trying on all the shoes on all the women. Um, Cinderella's the last person. She breaks out of the room and is like, it's like, wait, wait, me. And they, she tries on the other shoe because, and they're like, it's you, you're a perfect fit. And then they run off and get married and live happily ever after. Yeah, like, that's it. Okay. It had more of a decline. Like, it, it was pretty fast, but like, it jumped time, you know? So right. like, from her getting the shoe and going off with the prince to them getting married, like, it was the next scene, but it could have been any point in the future, you know? Yeah, that's it, true. It jumped time. With this one, it was just like... It was just kind of... They're in like jail. The next day. They're out of jail. Yeah. Making Laundra somehow. Yeah. Like, so the, <laughs> the ending was kind of eh for me. But I don't know. What do you, do you guys think? When you guys read this, did you guys think it was like a crack fic? Did that thought even come up to you? Like, this person is purposefully making this ridiculous or did you just think this is someone's weird fantasy parody like it was supposed to be a funny twist like they're in like a like a good mood to make something funny and they just i don't know it's happened right eighteen thousand words it was offsetting (laughs) it was very offsetting but the the genre is parody and fantasy so oh um, is it parody yeah so they definitely yeah, they okay. they meant that they meant for it to be a parody. So this person gets it. Whoever this author is. Mm-hmm. Fallen Hero oh, 84. Fallen gets Hero it. 84. I um yeah, so I'm I'm kind of conflicted on the story because from from a writing perspective and character development and originality on some level, like it's a really it's a really interesting twist in perspective. And the fact that they took the time to wrote this, like, kind of kudos to them for putting this story out there. Yeah, um, very true. But at the same time, if we were not in this book club, once I got to chapter four, I would have not read any further. <laughs> also true. So, so like, I'm, I'm impressed by it, but I'm also turned off by this fic at the same time. For kind of my my general thoughts on uh, I would, on the story, I would never want to kink shame. However, <laughs> I wanted to However. acknowledge that you that this is parody, obviously. Yeah, but also it reads like somebody's like their personal like yes, this is everything I love and more. Yes, so that just it made me uncomfortable. Uh-huh. But again, no kink shaming. Do whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah, because I, um, the way I read it, I didn't see it was a parody and a fantasy. So I started reading it just thinking it was somebody doing like a, um, a self insertion, like, oh, I'm Ella and I live in a trailer park and I like women. So I found this lovely girl Kitty to fall in love with and I just have these nasty people that I live with. And then Mm -hmm. you get to this weird point where the, the smelly feet thing isn't just a sister's thing. It's like everyone in the story is getting into it. And I'm thinking, this can't be somebody's personal fetish. And then I, and then we got to the test, um, Natalia part. And I'm like, okay, this has to be a joke because that is just the craziest thing in combination with stinky feet to also have a fetish of wanting your employee to be naked in front of you with stinky feet in your office. That just seems like they're just trying to come up with the most outlandish thing at that point. Um, yeah. 
so. But that makes it a lot got of wild. sense. That's why you read the tags. I did not read the tags. <laughs> yeah. And this story. Everyone's came, gay. Uh-huh. Everyone has a foot fetish. Everyone's gay. Everyone has a foot fetish. Once upon a I don't think there. This was, this was all women. There was no men in this story. There were no men in this right? story. No That's so true. Yeah. It's all women. Because I, I have a character so. list. There's Ella Carly, Driz, Kitty, Brenda, Kitty's mom. The agent Natalia, deputy director Tess, and then Murphy Braun, the vlogger, who is also a girl. So yeah, this is a very women-centric story. Yeah, and they even mentioned the women NBA. They the did. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, do that. so like yeah. not even a mention of a man. Or men. Which is impressive for it is a, impressive. a story about a quote-unquote princess with a prince charming. But there wasn't really a prince oh, wow. charming in this. I don't know uh, that Kitty it was says really that there is. charming. Kitty. Well, Kitty was supposed to be Kit. I know Kitty was supposed to be but, Kit, but nothing about Kitty seemed like she wanted to help Cinderella out of her situation into something better. <laughs> uh, no, Kitty sucked. That's entirely fair. Like, Kitty, like, 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 Cindy and Driz were intentionally bad people, but Kitty was supposed to be a good person and she sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like she started out kind of wanted- nice and then she's Yeah. You pushing and then, yeah. And then she wanted Ella to stay in her situation for her own yeah. selfish reasons. Yeah. Which is not cool in any relationship. Oh. And I feel really bad for Ella in this story because she's already yeah, on hard too. times. She has to move in with her sisters. She sleeps on a pile of socks. Dirty socks at yeah. that. And her sisters are just nasty people. I was almost kind of, um, I don't know, like offended on their behalf, almost. The sisters, just because of how nasty they were being described as. But then as the story went on, you mm-hmm. hear like their dialogue about how they revel in the fact that they wear the same underwear for two weeks straight mm-hmm. and things like that. And it's just like, oh, yeah, you guys are the happen. worst. They just got worse and worse yeah. and worse. Like I, I wanted there to be a, like a silver lining to their character arc, but they were just nasty ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There was also a lot of fat shaming in this story. Yes. Which there was, I was, there yeah, was a lot really of fat shaming. uncomfortable with. I, that made me kind of uncomfortable, too. I, I tried to just kind of see it as just specifically being these two characters. But there was, it was on the verge of of fat shaming. Because I understand, yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm fine if you're using fat to describe a character. But if you're doing, if you're doing it in a way that's generalizing an entire group of people... Um, versus just mm-hmm. being a descriptor of two specific characters. It was like right on the verge for me because I was reading it and I was thinking, is this fat shaming or is this describing a character? Because uh, they just used it as yeah, something negative to describe them. Yeah, but it was used in a negative connotation. It wasn't just they're fat. Because your fat's one yeah. thing, but it's like these guys, they're, they're fat smelly pigs, which is a horrible thing to say. I think there's a better way the author could have said that. But I understand in their shoes where they're coming from with that description. Mm-hmm. I just wish that maybe there was also another 
fat character who is very clean and very nice or something just to kind of offset that just because you're overweight or anything doesn't mean that you're a nasty person or that you don't change your underwear or anything. Or maybe one sister was fat and one sister was skinny to kind of offset that, that no matter what. And they both acted the same. Yeah. Yeah, They both acted the same way. That would be one thing, but yeah, I, that was a little, um, a little iffy for me, but I do (laughs) understand where they're coming from because not every author can be woke. Unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Poppy. So that's kind of plots and general thoughts. Are there any other general thoughts that you guys had or wanted to bring up? Um, I would have to say that this was a learning experience. Yeah. (laughs) In what way? In that, in that, you know, I, I tend to curate my stuff very heavily. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting having something where I had no idea what was going to be in here. And I'm, I'm very appreciative definitely- of tags. And there were next to none. So it was a <laughs> surprise. Lovely surprise. So do you, do you read <laughs> stuff on fanfic at all, Tristan? I do not anymore because of the lack of, of tags, that sort of thing. Yeah, because AO3 kind of, um, they kind of spoil you in that regard. And we have a couple stories this month that yes. are on AO3, so people can get the the kind of difference in how to curate your fanfic. Um, yes, <laughs> and those are those the, the the two that are 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 uh, <laughs> objectively better stories. <laughs> yeah, because I I, I want to find really really good stuff. But um, yeah, I I think I think this book was interesting. Um, so that was the plot. Do you guys have any comments on the writing style or anything or the writing wasn't bad. It wasn't it wasn't like horribly misspelled. I could read it. Yeah. Um it yeah. felt very the, the like was what we did. Like when we were kids. Yeah. It feels it feels yeah. middle school, high school, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. just simple writing. It's not trying to it's like those those popcorn rom com novels yeah. or whatever that you see on the shelves nowadays like it's just really easy to just get through it and finish the story and you're never stuck on a word except for that um that college <laughs> oh god well i don't even think i spelled that in my head i just thought like oh it's a w word let's keep going <laughs> um although i do now that we've said this it made me realize this was probably like I bet this was, like, a group of high schoolers, like we were, who were like, let's just Do write the silly. weirdest story we possibly can yeah, and post it on fanfic. Fair. That's fair. And this yeah. I mean, bet that's published it last year. Yeah, it was published in 2019. And it was finished to this year in January, so... Yeah. I can totally see a bunch of high schoolers like, oh, this is stupid, let's do it. So and it, it looks like uh-huh. the author has uh, another... Disney story. Oh, dude. And they also have like some Star Wars um, fan fiction here. So they, they do like oh, yeah. taking a spin on other topics. Are they all AU topics. Type stories? Yes. I believe so. And AU stands for alternate yeah. universe. Let's see. For people who the don't Star know. Wars ones, it looks, it looks like Star Wars is no AU, but the other is an AU. Okay. It looks like it's a lo- The Little Mermaid with someone named Cora instead of Ariel. What's the synopsis? 
Um, it's called Ocean Song. A new and more adult take on the classic story by Hans Christian Andersen. Cor is a mermaid. She was she is 111 years old, going through a divorce and the death of her mother. She has never been interested in the overworld before, but suddenly it calls to her. She becomes a human and becomes involved in the French Revolution. What? Well, that took a I turn. Did not, Interesting. I did not see 111 at first. I only thought it was 11. I was like, 11 year old? Oh, wow. <laughs> Well, that's interesting. That maybe if I we say, yeah. maybe if we cover uh, the Little Mermaid, maybe we'll think about that for a pick. Because I'm I'm interested in this author's perspective because I have not read anything like this before. <laughs> uh, it's it's not it's not complete. It's a work in progress. So oh, we'll forget that. Maybe it'll be done by the <laughs> yeah. time we get there. By the time we get yeah. to that, we'll one. keep it on the back burner. Yeah. Well, cool. How well do you guys feel that uh, the author stuck to the Cinderella fandom? I think they did a pretty good job at keeping it. I mean, yeah, they they hit they hit all the beats while yeah, it being in the the, in the trailer part, the crazy story that it was. Uh-huh. Like they had the ball, like they had the princess and the the Cinderella and the evil stepsisters. They didn't have a stepmother. I don't. They but, didn't need one, but they they had the, they the evil step. Part. yeah yeah i think they stuck to it well enough so what uh what would you guys rate this fanfic out of scale one of... to ten out of out of five glass slippers what would you rate this fanfic one and a half one and a half glass slippers that's harsh poppy yep what about you t stan i am also going to agree with poppy because we had the same instance of having to walk away i also think it's a one and a half <laughs> I mean, if they wanted to horrify people, 10 out of 10. Yes, they definitely got a 10 out of 10 in that. What about you, Ollie? I feel like I would give it a 2. It was like a horrifying story to read, but it was actually pretty well written. It wasn't like, you know, it didn't sound like it was written by a child. So it was like an easy read and I wasn't Mm -hmm. stumbling over their words. So in that regards, I give it a 2. Out of 5 or out of 10? 2 out of 5 glass slippers. I would give it... I think I agree with you, Ollie. I think I'd give it to possibly 2.25 glass slippers. <laughs> because I was surprised for how crazy the story was, how easily I was able to still follow along, even though it just was mm-hmm. devolving into insanity. I, I could still follow it because there's stories out there that people write and you're like, what? I, I can't even compute yeah. what's happening right now. So 2.25 glass slippers out of five glass slippers for me as well. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Thank you for listening to the Fan Fiction Book Club. Our pick this week was Once Upon a Trailer Park by Fallen Hero 84. You can find this story and more of the author's works on fanfiction.net. The works discussed on the Fan Fiction Book Club are not our own. All characters mentioned belong to their original authors. Theme song is Funkorama by Kevin McLeod. You can find more of Kevin's music on incompetech.filmmusic.io slash artists slash Kevin McLeod. 
If you want to know what story we will be reviewing next week and for the rest of the month, please check us out on Twitter and Instagram. We will be posting uh, the rest of the stories that we will be reviewing for the month. And until next week, bye. Bye. Bye.